Hello and welcome to XM Cinema. I'm your host, Xavier Mustafa, and today we are talking about Big Brother, the nomination episode that aired on September 6, 2020. I am entitling this episode Christmas in September. And before I get into this episode, wherever you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for me and follow me on my social medias at XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. So, going into this episode, we know that Christmas just won the HOH competition. So, everybody's celebrating, doing the whole, oh, let's be fake, oh, hug me, oh, you know, that whole deal that they do every <laughs> every uh, Big Brother uh, HOH win, you know, trying to kiss the butt of the HOH, so hopefully they don't get nominated. But can she really celebrate that victory? I mean, can she really? Because the last two rounds, basically, she won because her opponents choked. They hit the button too fast without thinking about what they were not thinking about what they were doing, but not being a hundred percent confident in their answer and they were wrong, leaving Christmas to be the last one standing. But either way it goes, congratulations to her. Um this episode starts out with uh coat well starts out. Uh, after the celebration by Christmas and the people in the house, we get Cody and Confessional saying that he needs to do damage control after the speech that Kaser left. Uh, basically, when Kaser left the house, he threw uh, basically that whole alliance under the bus. So, uh, well, I don't say the whole alliance. Basically, the main people he threw out was Cody and Nicole and said that Danny was the third point of a love triangle or something to that effect. And uh, Danny was not happy. Uh, Danny just throws Kaser under the bus every chance she gets because she's just a nasty human being, just like her father. Ah, runs in the blood. But anyway, you get Memphis and Confessionals. Uh, he basically says, you know, hey, there's nowhere you know for people to hide. You know, we're getting down to the, you know, I don't say final few people, but we're getting down to a lot less people. Enzo says, thank you for Christmas for going up as a pawn. However, don't expect him to go up as a pawn. Uh, he said he's not going to do it. Uh, we got Nicole. She's trying to do damage control as well. Uh, enter Nicole with the fake waterworks, which drives me absolutely insane. Get this girl an Emmy, please. Please. Tyler recognizes that the Slick Six were calling each other out in HOH comp. He thought that was kind of stupid, but, you know, I think it was Bailey who pointed out, like, yeah, basically this alliance is done, if you haven't noticed. Cody realized that his picks in the HOH competition puts himself in a bad spot with the committee and the Slick Six, and he starts to kind of, uh, you know, kind of plead to Devon, uh, Davon, sorry, rather. And um, Devon says, well, now we're playing Big Brother. Christmas at Danny, they celebrate, they're celebrating Christmas wins. Um, she says that she has heard a lot about Devon and Bailey. All of it was from other people. Bailey told Christmas about her relationship with Devon and that she is using and that she is using that to target them. Um, hold on, I'm reading my notes trying to see what I... Oh, okay. So basically, they sat down and they had a conversation. And I don't know why Bailey would do this, but Bailey basically said that Devon is her untouchable. And so that raised a flag to Christmas. At least the, this is what they did in the edit. 
Um, once I get to a little of the spoiler stuff at the end, I'm going to explain how that's not really truly accurate. But in any event, uh, of course, Danny loves that because she's been planting seeds all along. And they go into a couple of cutscenes about, you know, her throwing Bailey and Devon under the bus. Devon has a conversation with Christmas. She tells her, hey, what you need to do this week, you need to weed out all the BS because people are going to come. They're going to tell you stuff. Some of it's not going to be accurate, so just make sure you kind of weed it out. She appreciates the advice. However, she says that it's really not genuine because she is now in power. You weren't talking to me before now. Now all of a sudden you want to talk to me. But the flip side of this is that you have Bailey who've talked to Christmas several times before this. Um, and that's kind of, it's going to, in my opinion, negate her reasoning behind her wanting to potentially nominate Devon, uh, Devon at this point of the episode. So I'm, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. Uh, so yeah, she basically says if she would have had a conversation with her last week, maybe it would have been better. Enzo has a conversation with Christmas as well. She basically says, he basically says that Devon, Bailey, and Nicole, they should be put up because they are emotional. He, she tells him about Devon coming, well, I keep saying Devon, Devon coming to her to, that day for the first time. Then they talk about Danny being sneaky because they're on to her little tactics. And now it's time for the BB basement comp. Christmas is very, very concerned because she feels that some of these new powers may blow back in her face. Then we have David making a little crack. He says, I don't like dark comps. And I kind of chuckled at that because if you remember, that's the competition, the very first competition where David went home in this particular season. So I thought that was kind of funny that he made that little joke. Uh, so basically the way the comp rules are is that everybody is going to be in these rooms yeah, in this room particular, in particular, it's going to be completely dark. And basically what you have to do is you have to find three power emblems and put them in the correct podium. But there are decoys everywhere and they're also, of course, in the dark. So, for instance, one was a bolt of lightning. One was... Uh, yeah, what was it? It was like a fist or a hand or something. And then the other one was like a, um, it was like an arrow that was, that went into a circle and curved back. Uh, the one, that one was for the replay. Then one was for, uh, the disruptor. And the other one was for the blocker. I think the blocker was the lightning bolt. Um, and then the disruptor I think was... No, that one was the lightning bolt. Well, in any event, they play this competition out. Uh, Nicole ends up losing her pants because it got stuck in like some some gooey stuff and she couldn't move, so she had to basically undress herself. Um, we get David winning the disruptor power, which is absolutely awesome for David because David hasn't really done much this season. Uh, I'm also going to give David credit because... He did not tell anybody that he had this that he had this power, which I think is a great move. Um, I think he may be making this move just because 
you know, he, I don't think he really feels like he has any true alliances in the house because he already got on Tyler's bad side by talking too much. Uh, he kind of got Devon and Devon, Davon and Bailey kind of upset with him uh, a couple of weeks back. So I don't think he really had anybody he could really tell this information to, but he knows that it's something that he can really use to uh, to help himself. So he needs to keep quiet about it. So kudos on keeping quiet about that. Uh, Danny wins the replay power and Christmas wins the blocker power. So these are how these works. The blocker power allows Christmas the blocker replacement nomination must be used after the power veto is used, but before the replacement nominees have been made. Also, she only has three weeks to use this power. So that's how that one works. Danny's replay power gives the current HOH the ability to play in the following HOH comp. She can only use it uh, on the current HOH or the next two HOHs. She knows that she sucks at comps, so she knows she'll probably have to end up giving this to somebody. So basically what this means is, you know, generally if you're the outgoing HOH, you do not get to play in the next head of household. This gives you the ability to do that so you can potentially win HOH twice in a row. Um, so I think this is kind of a cool power. Then we have David's disruptor power. Basically, he can save HOH's eviction nomination for the week, forcing them, yeah, forcing them to have to name a replacement. This is done in secret, and he has three weeks to use it. So basically, if the HOH puts him and somebody else up, he can enact his power in secret, and he can take himself down off the block. And then the person, uh, the person who's HOH would have to nominate uh, somebody else. Now, there's good and bad about this because I would think you would have to be in a position of power to use this effectively. Because what could happen is you could pull somebody off the block and then you could be the replacement nominee. Uh, so that doesn't necessarily protect you from that. But... We'll, I don't know, we'll see what happens. I'm interested to see how David plays this one. So then we get a little altercation between Bailey and Danny. Basically, Danny came up to Bailey, and um, then Bailey was talking about how somebody told her, or a couple of people told her, that she was basically plotting against her and Davon. She denies it, of course. Then Enzo walks in the room and uh, she asks him. She's like, hey, was Danny, you know, planting seeds about, you know, me and Davon? And Enzo said, yes, that's what he's heard. So Bailey said that she's, she's going to circle around the people that told her that and then they will talk later. Danny gets upset at Enzo for saying that, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> because... <laughs> I, I love Enzo. Enzo's just like, yeah, that, that's what I heard. He he, you, you can tell he doesn't care. He doesn't care for Danny too much. But Danny tells Christmas about what happens with Bailey. Christmas doesn't want people to think she's protecting Danny if she puts Bailey uh, up, and that's bad for her alliance. Bailey talks to Tyler and Enzo about the situation. Tyler realizes that he may have jeopardized his game 
if that information is given, that was given to Bailey, blows up in his face. Tyler confirms his loyalty to Bailey over Danny, but in confessionals, he basically says that could be the snowball to get him put out of this house. So basically, I'm pretty sure he's going to flip to save his butt eventually. I don't blame him, though. He did tell her that information in confidence, just like he told David the information in confidence, and then they went and they ran their mouth, which is... It's terrible. If somebody tells you a secret, keep it to yourself. Unless it's a situation. See, I guess if it's a situation where it's like you or them, all right, then I guess you got to throw that person under the bus. But I never got the point of running and telling a secret when there's no benefit of you telling that secret. Like Bailey, especially before nominations, I wouldn't really want to be stirring any pots, especially when you're not certain who's aligned with who. Because they've already talked about, hey, they know that there's a big alliances and sub-alliances. You're a part of one of the sub-alliances, so you should be extra careful. But, hey, that's the way they're playing the game. So, Christmas ends up nominating Bailey and Devon, and basically says it's because Bailey and Devon because Bailey said Devon is her untouchable. Devon says, so you nominate me based off what she says? Okay. She then gets upset. Oh, sorry. We didn't get an upset Christmas saying that you have to make moves in this game that have to be done for the purpose of this game, but it hurts. David says that Christmas's nominations aren't necessarily set in stone due to his disruptor power. And with that nomination, uh, that's the end of that episode. So I'm going to kind of go into a little spoiler territory after this. So uh, if you're going to disconnect now, uh, thank you. Um, The next episode will be out after the POV episode on Wednesday. Uh, I will also be live tweeting uh, that episode as well. So feel free to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram so you get a notification of when I'm doing that. Uh, Also, subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And I'm going to go into the little bit spoiler area right now. So, if you have been following uh, the feeds and and things like that, uh, they have been doing a great job on editing these situations to make them look a lot less sinister than they are. Like, there was a, I think it was a conversation with Tyler that was in this episode that happened, like, I think, like, weeks ago. Like, they're doing this whole thing to try to paint Christmas as if she's not this bad person. And I say she's a bad person, like, in life. She just makes, I don't know, I don't want to say she makes bad decisions. But in any event, Christmas basically has targeted these girls for no reason. Because if she's upset about Davon not talking game with her before she won the HOH, then why did she put up Bailey? Because Bailey has been talking to her the past couple of weeks, trying to befriend her and being cool with her, but then she puts her up for eviction. And and then Devon's like, you put me up because of what she said? Like, okay, what, what kind of sense does that make? Um, so I think really, and, and this is driving me nuts, She's really playing a coward's game. She is playing everybody else's game but her own. And I 
guess you can kind of say that's the same way she played with Paul and Josh. She didn't win that competition. Like, she didn't go out there and beat that competition. So, I don't know how people think that, you know, she's going to be able to protect anybody because she's probably not going to win a HOH again. So, the way I look at it is she's doing everybody else's bidding. She is going to try to float her way to the end again, just like she kind of did with Josh and Paul, uh, unless somebody takes her out. Now, if I was Christmas, and I actually thought about the long game, because nobody really hates Christmas, except probably now Devon and Bailey probably don't care for it too much. But if she would have took the time to align with, let's say, you take, because she has the final two at Tyler. Okay, so her, Tyler, Bailey and Devon, who Tyler said that she's he's loyal to both of those girls. You can pick up a Kevin. You can pick up a David. You would have a majority on that side, and you can get Cody and Nicole out of the house, and they know that those two are running the house right now. Like, why would you want to keep big players like that in the house when you know you are on the bottom of the totem pole, I have never got that in any reality TV show why people always want to keep the big threats around. Yes, you keep the big threat around, quote unquote, because they'll go home before you. But guess what? At some point, you have to say, hey, I need to get this person out of here because one day I'm going to look around and I'm not going to have anybody that I can add on my team as an ally. And then you're out there like a sitting duck. You get nominated. You go home and then you sit at home or you sit in quarantine or you sit in the sequester house and you're like, wow, wow, did I make a terrible decision on that one? I need people to wake up. I hope, and I know this is going to sound... As a super fan, I know it's going to sound really, really crappy to say, but I hope all reality shows stop it with these returning players. Just make them all rookies because you don't have to worry about all these pregame alliances because we know for sure there's pregame alliances. No matter what CBS tries to do, no matter what Allison Groner tries to do, there are always going to be people that are going to click up and when they find out the season's coming, they're definitely going to click, you know, click up. And then you got a situation where you have all these pregame alliances, and it's it's no hope for the underdogs. None, none at all. So I don't know, man. This the first the last couple of weeks have been rough. Um, from what I understand, ratings have been getting worse and worse. They got rid of Janelle, then they got rid of Kaser. Um, it looks like, now this is what's interesting. It looks like they may be trying to flip the, not flip, yeah, flip the house. And they may want to vote out Devon. Davon. Why keep saying Devon? Davon instead of Bailey. Uh, so I, I remember looking at a conversation between David and Enzo where they both were talking about that they kind of want Bailey to stay and who they know would vote for Bailey to stay. But they know that's going to piss off Christmas, which, if you ask me, 
I wouldn't care if I pissed off Christmas because guess what? Christmas is a floater. There's nothing that she's going to be able to do about it. She's not going to nominate any of the big dogs in the house. So if Enzo and a bunch of people flip on Christmas and actually, you know, and would Bailey really come after Christmas? Probably not. I think if Bailey stays in the house, she becomes HOH. She's definitely going to go after some big dogs. Come on now. Definitely. She has to. There's, there's, I don't want to say there's no one left, but do you waste your week on a Kevin? Sorry, Kevin. Do you waste your week on a David? Sorry, David. You know, so I think that's when you finally get a Nicole. How do you not get a Nicole, Fran, a Nicole Franzel on the block already? She's already a winner. She's already won this game. Same thing with Ian. But I don't think she'll put up an Ian. I think she would put up a Nicole. I think she would put up a Cody. I don't think she'll put up an Enzo. I She might put up a Tyler. I, it depends on if they make up or not because I know they have not been having the best of times in the house. And I think Tyler has pretty much, I think at one point he's actually washed his hands of her. But, you know, they, they might be cool at the end of the day. Who knows? But, yes, I definitely see her going at the other side of the house. And I think it really needs to be Cody and Nicole. And I would want to see Nicole go home because Nicole is a a leech, in my opinion. So, those are my predictions. Those are my spoilers. Uh, I will, like I said earlier, I will be live tweeting from my Twitter at XM Cinema on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But I'll be live tweeting from my uh, Twitter account when we are watching the POV episode. So I uh, hope to interact with some of you guys there. But my podcast also will be coming out that night as well to cover that episode. Uh, any knowledge up until that date. And then, um, oh, yeah, there's one thing I talk about. I think, don't quote me on this, but I think Christmas actually won... The HOH comp. It was one of those HOH comps where you get eliminated, you win something, and then the next person that gets eliminated, they win something, but they can exchange what they've won for what you have. And some of those, what you win, are punishments. Some of them are not. So I think Christmas ends up uh, winning that one. So, But, yep, have a good night. Until I talk to you guys later, make sure you take care of yourself and each other.